told you the floodgates uh, opening up last uh, Tuesday night, and I mean that literally as far as my next guest, who took the assembly fourth spot uh, from a pretty well-known guy as well uh, in Steve Englebright. His name, of course, is Ed Flood, and he is uh, assembly-elect, we should say, Ed Flood. Assemblyman-elect, and he's nice enough to give us a couple of minutes uh, here on a Wednesday uh, was I right in saying the floodgates opened up for you last Tuesday, Mr. Flood? Uh, yes, well, thank you for having me, Dave. But yes, Tuesday was a, was a great night. You know, just looking to wrap everything up, hopefully today, and then, you know, move forward. Here you go. Um, you know, you weren't, up, you weren't going up against a lightweight. You know, you're going up against a guy who's been there a zillion years. And uh, when it was all said and done... Flood wins. Uh, what was the secret of success, in your opinion? Um, I, I mean, a lot of this was hard work. I mean, you know, I had approached our leadership back in May of 2021, and I mean, we we started an 18 month campaign. We we talked to a lot of people, and you know, a lot of it was, you know, just great volunteers, great strategy. You know, knocking on a lot of doors, talking to a lot of people. A lot of it was just the, the what's going on in the state and this country. I mean, a lot of people are fed up and looking for a change. Was I mean, what, what were the you know you you did a lot of door knocking and everything else, and we had you on a couple of times uh, throughout the process. What were the two or three top uh, you know points of contention as far as uh, would be voters were concerned? I mean, the overwhelming majority of people were worried about the cost of living in New York, specifically down here in Long Island, and crime. I mean, people feel less safe right now with the with the you know the criminal justice reforms that have been passed. So, and you know, you, you hate hearing uh, you hate hearing guys like uh, State Senator Mike Janaris, you know, who thinks it's it's still fear mongering. It's unbelievable. So the disingenuous nature of people. I mean, it's like, yeah, the press is really hyping it up, right? I mean, even when uh, Hoka was near the subways on the final day or two and two people were pushed onto the tracks, I mean, yeah, we're making that up, right? I mean, it's unbelievable. I mean, yeah, crime is a a big problem here. It's a huge problem. It's a huge problem. Yeah, it's something you heard at the door. Um, I mean... Almost every third or fourth house you knock on, someone has either had a personal issue where their house was broken into, their car was broken into, or their neighbor's car was broken into. Someone lost their Cadillac converter. And, and you see quality of life things. You see graffiti all over areas, these nice areas. You see same people committing crimes. You talk to business owners who are losing inventory and losing money every month. And, and, and it's, you know, it's a cycle. It, it, everything is interconnected because all of a sudden you see the rising inflation and, you know, some of the crime adds to that. I mean, there's obviously other economic factors adding to it, but as business owners are losing goods and they're still spending money on, on their surplus goods, their prices have to go up to cover the losses. I mean, this is how businesses were going out. This is how it's a whole, you know, it, everything's interconnected and it's just, it's being poorly managed and to sit there and you know, say it's not really a problem, or we're we're doing our best to fix it. it it's just not the truth. Question: Ed Flood with us. He'll be representing the fourth district, uh, ladies and gentlemen, in Albany uh, for the next couple. I mean, how about that? Has it sunk in with you? I know you got a family, kids, the whole thing. Has it sunk in that you're going to be making uh, 
numerous trips to the state capitol. Uh, yeah, it's starting to sink in. I mean, I'm not. It's not lost on me the magnitude of what just happened. But um, I mean, the Albany trip, I'm, I'm pretty used to. I mean, I, I did spend a few years as Dean Murray's chief of staff. Yeah, I, I would not not every day up in Albany as he was there, but I spent the majority of them up there with him. So, I'm so you know, with the you know trip. the landscape pretty well, uh, without question. Now, how does it work, Ed? You know, we're mid-November now. I mean, when do you start, you know, kind of really, uh, you know, entrenching yourself into the process, so to speak? How does that go about? All right, so we do have our new members orientation and later at the end of this month. Um, I've already been, I mean, we've had some civic meetings already. Uh, we had an event with the PBA last night. Um, I, I already have set up meetings with community leaders, you know, a lot of people I spoke to about, you know, finding out what their specific community wants. They've been reaching out. Um, and, you know, so the process has started already. It's, you know, then, you know, we have a lot of issues to tackle. So it's, you know, speaking with other elected officials, you know, with, with our Dean Murray, Mario Matera, with, you know, Joe DeStefano, and, you know, starting to come up with a game plan of how we're going to tackle these issues come January. That's what it's all about. It flood with us, you know, and then there are plenty of issues. You know, listen, you got a super majority that's been stripped, um, you know, and and it's about having sensible discussions, you know, and that's what you hope for, right? You know, I mean, you still have a Democratic governor and uh, Senate and, uh, you know, Assembly and whatnot, but still, you know, it's about coming forward with a sensible agenda so that it can be discussed properly because, quite frankly, uh, they must have learned something, and I'm talking about Democrats. They must have learned that people are a little ticked off, thus losing a few seats here and there and whatnot. But they get they you have to get a sense that people want some answers. They want to get a feeling of accomplishment of why we elect individuals to these posts, right? Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Um. Absolutely, Jay. So yeah. what it is is that. I mean, if you're on the other side of the table and you think you're just going to keep pushing this anti-law enforcement, um, you know, reckless spending economics, I mean, you got to really take take part of what just happened. I mean, even though there is still a supermajority, I believe what's all said and done is going to be about by one seat. Um, the Senate, they made gains. And, you know, if you can't see the, the shift of what's happening... Uh, we're, we're hoping they come to the table and, and we can, you know, reach across the aisles, get rid of the, the Republican Democrat, you know, um, labels, and, and make some good, sound policy decisions that's best for the people of Long Island and for the state. And, and I think, you know, I think everyone has to see that there's been this shift, that there's a lot of issues, and, you know, New Yorkers are fed up. Yeah. Without question, Ed Flood with us. You got a guy who's a leader of the assembly. You know, I got to tell you, Carl Hasty on the other side. You got Andrew Stewart Cousins, deputy uh, state senator in charge, Mike Janaris, who we brought up. I mean, listen, these are individuals uh, that, um, you know, are in denial somewhat. I mean, is it, I mean, you're going to be front and center now. You know, you got real representation now. Uh, how do, how about that mindset on your end? Do you go in with a kind of an open policy, wipe the slate clean, let's start discussing, let's let's be sensible. How does that work for you? Well, absolutely, Jay. I mean, I'm I'm coming up there as you know a freshman legislator, 
I'm going up there with the idea that, you know, we're going to try and speak sensible talk. Um, you know, I'm going up there to fight for my district and, and fight for my people. And, you know, we, we can do it both ways. We can be aggressive when we need to be. We can, you know, play nice when we need to be. The reality is we're just going to have to, you know, implement strategies that work. So you hope we can go up there. We, we, we hope we can go reach across the aisle, you know, find some common ground and, and some common sense and, and make the reforms necessary. Um, so the, the strategy is going to be ever-changing. I mean, you know, just as it is in anything in life, you try one strategy, it doesn't work, you try another uh, until you get the goals that you've accomplished or you get as close as possible. No. Nah. You know, we're going to be following your path. you got another newbie on the block, Chris Sperber, winning in the 11th. That's a good thing. you got some uh, some veterans, you know, Joe DiStefano and this, the, the Doug Smiths of the world, the Jody Giglios of the world. Um, you know, you you got a lot of people in play as far as really kind of Alino. you got some good experience and, and some young experience as far as new people on the block there. So that should help in a big way as far as that conglomeration, no? Well, absolutely. And so, you know, like Joe has been great through this process. People like Mike Fitzpatrick, who have been there forever, yeah. and they, they know the ropes. And then, you know, you mentioned Doug Smith. Now, now Doug and me kind of broke in at the same time as, you know, he, he was the chief of staff for Al Graff as when I was right. with Murray. We were across mm-hmm. the whole together. I've known Doug a long time. He's a, he's a good friend. You know, I spent a lot of election night with him. And, you know, first thing out of his mouth is whatever you help, uh, come, you know, you know, hit me up for questions, whatever. You know, it's, it's the conference itself is great. Leader Barkley has been on the phone a bunch. Um, you know, every, everyone's there to help you put yourself in place and, and help you be successful. So, great conference, and I know we're outnumbered, but we have people really that want to do the job. Um, you know, Mike Thurso, I saw last night. Same thing, whatever we can do to help. You know, let's go up there and let's, let's, let's make a difference. Yep. Another good guy is uh, Eddie Ron, the 19th. I tell you, you worked hard. You really did. You worked hard, uh, Ed. And uh, that's not an easy task, taking out a Steve Englebright. You know, that's not an easy task. Uh, but you did it. You really did. And uh, we'll see how everything kind of shapes up. Hopefully, you know, some things get done uh, for a change up in Albany. You know. Absolutely, you know, I'm pretty confident that we're able to go up there and make some necessary changes. I mean, you know, if you're if you're in the majority right now, you got to be looking and saying, "Hey, you know, we kept it, but narrowly. Maybe we have to, you know, come to the table and and negotiate a little bit more because clearly there's a sentiment in the state. Clearly, it's moved more towards you know centrist right than the, the far progressive left." And that, you know, hopefully we can make some common sense changes to some of the policies that just aren't working. <laughs> and there's plenty not working, that's for sure. Ed Flood is going to see that they do work. As far as sensible solutions, he will be representing the Assembly's 4th uh, District. Uh, Ed, congratulations. Heck of a heck of a run. And we look for more good things, and we'll check in with you from time to time, if you don't mind. Absolutely, Jay. Thank you so much for having me, and I look forward to talking to you again. You got it. Great Ed Flood. Ladies and gentlemen, on his way to Albany. Mr. Flood goes to Albany. There you go. Good stuff.